then a TV in the background. So you can oh, change. like full studio. Yeah, like full, I'll rent. full studio. So I'm <laughs> looking cool. into it. Um, everyone, I've had a few people that want me to start a podcast. And I'm like, I don't have time. If someone produces it and edits yeah. it and everything, mm -hmm. and all I have to do is talk, primo. Right. Just got to hire them. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the the hard part. Many <laughs> people that are are wanting to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So which ones have you done? Um, mostly screen printing podcasts. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that obviously. was a thing. Of course, I didn't either. Or yeah. So podcast. a lot of industry screen printing. Um, I've done like Kevin Polky. I was on his a couple years ago. Okay. Uh, mostly screen printing driven. Uh, retail print processing, sustainability. Um, I don't like seek them out. Yeah, I'm not like a professional podcaster. Yeah. Podcaster. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't. Uh, I just if people ask me, I'm excited. To you got to work on your influencer life, man. That's what it's about. You know, it is interesting if I do post what I do, like my outdoor activities, the mm -hmm. supplements I take. People, people like nonstop. It. I was like, oh, I should get start getting codes. Like, <laughs> if, you know, like either. Heck yeah, you should. I send some out like through random things, but it's crazy. You know, just or just like a hike. Like, where are you at? It's it's nuts yeah. and it, and it's like easy stuff and it's fun. Like I just did a little uh, my outfit review on a uh, my first Instagram TV thing. Ooh. <laughs> I was like I was trying to post it as a video, but then it's like a whole thing. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is the way to do it. Mm -hmm. And I posted like my outfit because it was negative five out, and I was like, you still can go enjoy outdoors outdoors if you dress properly. Yep. And then I was promoting you know some of the stuff we carry in our shop there and just brands that I like and yeah. And then I had a lot of people ask about it, and it was fun. Yeah, people love – I love that stuff. Like, I don't want to do the work. And if you have something you enjoy and it works for you, mm -hmm. then the research is done, and I can just buy it. And I think <laughs> the part, too, is, like, not tech-talking about it. Like, not – you know, like, you can nerd out about it, but don't really, like, dive into all the techie stuff because yeah. most people don't understand it. Right. They just feel like, does it work? Is it comfortable? How does yep. it fit? Is yep. it warm? Right. You know, does it – like, a supplement, does it do something for your body? Cool, what is that? Yeah, yeah, Is it just a placebo effect? Is it greenwashing? Like, what is it – because, um, I mean, supplements, you're like, do they work? You know, I'm not Maybe. a scientist. I don't know. <laughs> I feel good, so yeah. I think they work, but I don't know which combo works the best. Yeah. Or everyone's different, so you got to figure out what works for you. And yeah. You know, some people like, you know, whey, and some people like the vegan version because they don't want animal products, and which one works better. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I feel great most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Are we recording? Always. Recording? Always. He's always recording. Okay. You got to, yep. you got, because you know, this banter is perfect it for is the, the pre intro. Because, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we're here with another episode. <laughs> so right into it. The Happy, Healthy, Strong Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Kiefer. I'm here with Strength Squad. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Lauren Heiser. Adam Lane. Oh, he ruined it. He ruins it every time. I know you're going to boom, boom. And wow. you guys may not recognize the other voice, but we have a special guest. So, Adam, go ahead, kick, out, yeah. kick off a we, little we, intro. We, we have owner of Rockford Art Deli, Mr. Jared Hennis. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. We know you're a busy guy. Sometimes. You got lots going on. Not as much in January, February. <laughs> it's more of the planning you know, strategy yeah. uh, zone for spring and summer, but... Definitely always busy trying to figure out the next new thing and, you know, what we can do in the community to help it and just make everyone happy. Excellent. Tell, tell people, if they don't know who you are, give, give a snapshot of why you're such a big deal. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I started screen printing 17 years ago in downtown Rockford um, for schools, businesses, bands, you know, the normal screen printing shop. Uh, and then that evolved into uh, almost eight and a half years of Rockford Art Deli. Um, so Rockford Art Deli was a retail space, which I really just wanted people to walk downtown and see a screen printing press moving. Yeah. You know, you <laughs> walk down in the night and you see, a, you know, screens moving, you see people printing, press, you know, printing shirts, and it's an experience. Mm. Uh, it's like going into a Jimmy John's or a bakery and seeing the sandwich made yeah. or the, the donuts made or whatever. Um, so that blossomed into... What we have now, which is a uh, you know eco-conscious, environmentally friendly, um, community-driven print shop, uh, where we sell you know our, our own brand, eight one five local Rockford gear, and mm -hmm. then now we're working on new sustainable lines, um, Topo Designs, United by Blue, um, companies that use recycled polyester or give back to the environment, the, some sort of give back in, in a story because. 
as we grow in the world, everyone wants to be attached to something. And I feel like a story, you know, so is yeah. it you're giving back, you're doing something to help, you know, you're making people healthier, stronger, like people want a connection and they want to be able to talk about it. Um, but doing it in the right way instead of a greenwashing where it's like, you know, we donate all of our shirts to Haiti mm-hmm. or, you know, we're doing whatever. It's like, I want a realistic thing that's tangible that people can see happening in the community. And, and I think we've done a really good job at that. Yeah. So, so talk more on the, on the green end of things because you, you glazed over that and you just threw out words <laughs> that I'm going to pretend like I understood. But no, like what is that? The recycled polyester and the go 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 deeper into that. So, uh, you know, the biggest thing is a screen printing shop is not eco friendly. The okay. garment industry is the second most pollutant in the world under the oil industry. Oh, most people don't know that. I did not. You know, know that. fast fashion. You think about like you go to the store, you go to Target, you buy a T-shirt, you wear it for a month, a couple, maybe a year, and then you throw it away, or you recycle yeah. it, or donate it, or or it breaks down. It's because it's cheap. You know, it's yeah. it's cheaply made. It's the the fabric is you know, organic. It's not organic cotton. It's yeah. it's all plastic. Uh, and so that's something that we've been working on over the past few years. Is like how do we make a better product with something that lasts longer? Yeah. Uh, so screen printing shops are dirty. They use inks that are made of plastic. Um, so most of, if you go to a, any like a sporting event or something, you get a shirt and it feels like there's a huge chunk of plastic on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because there is a huge <laughs> chunk of plastic on it. Gotcha. Um, Plastisol inks that is conventional and it's been around forever is got plastic in it. It's got PVC in it and Faflate. Um, so not the most eco-friendly things to put on your shirt. Gotcha. Um, and then it doesn't breathe. Yeah. So, you know, you're in a gym, you're, you're working out, mm-hmm. and you sweat, and you have this huge block of sweat underneath your yeah. logo <laughs> because it doesn't breathe. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a transfer on top of the shirt. Uh, and that's how we used to print. That's, that's just how you screen print. Mm-hmm. So we started looking at different ways of how do we make this better. Um, there is the, I guess it's like the whole Apple Android thing, but Plastisol versus Waterbase, mm-hmm. you know, it's which one's better. Uh, so Waterbase actually goes into the fabric. Um, so it breathes. Um, you clean it with water. Uh, instead of a chemical, instead of a solvent. So it's you're taking a lot of steps out that are bad for the environment. Gotcha. Um, we use filtration systems in our shop. Uh, so everything that goes in the drain goes through like a five-step filtration process. So mm-hmm. it's like 0.01 microns go into the water source. Okay. Um, we're trying to even figure out how to do like a closed loop. Because so, really all the water doesn't need to be clean. You're just cleaning screens so it can yeah. recirculate. Nice. Um, that's like kind of next level. Uh, and then most of the, the shirts we use, I'm a, I'm a founder in a company called Allmade. Okay. Um, so Allmade Apparel started uh, four ish years ago. Okay. Uh, so 10 screen printing shop owners got together on a rooftop in Haiti. Uh, <laughs> and we all talked about how can we change the industry? How do we change the garment industry? Um, how do we make it better? Um, so totally crazy place. Um, so we started a company called Allmade. Um, we're more sweat equity. We didn't put money into it, but we figured out the cut, the colors, the vision, the, um, you know, the core values, the, how it's going to print. So it's, a, it's a t-shirt designed by screen printers for screen printers. Okay. Um, so, you know, we all, we, we print on everything. So we know how we want it to fit, how to wear, uh, how it should wash. Uh, and that evolves. So it's made out of six recycled plastic bottles in each t-shirt. So 50% uh, recycled polyester, 25% organic U.S. cotton, and 25% Model, which is a beech tree. Okay. So similar to like, I don't know, MeUndies. Okay. You know, they're, mm-hmm. it's, three, it's like three times softer than cotton, but it's from a beech tree instead of plastic or rayon. Or, gotcha. Uh, so it's, you know, trying to use that. It's like the, the perfect eco world would be don't use any plastic. Yeah. Use organic cotton. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people don't like how it fits or, you know, they're allergic or, mm-hmm. um, but then it's like, how do we reuse the plastic that we have in the world? Cause we have a ton of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's in waterways, it's in garbage can, it's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so reusing, and that's a lot of companies now. If you, if you look now, it's, I would say probably 50 to 60% of the industry is figuring out how to use recycled pa- uh, plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Reprieve was kind of the name brand for a long time. But finding different ways to reuse it, you know, turning into sunglasses, shoes. Yeah, these Vivos are. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's like, how do we it's reuse cool. what we have? Um, some are greenwashing, you know, like, I know, uh, not to name drop, but I think Reebok had an ocean. Yeah. Know, are those the Reebok? No. no oh, yeah. But, yeah, they had a shoe made from, like, recycled ocean plastics. But it was just, like, they were just using plastic. You know, they weren't, like, going out and, like, pulling all this plastic from the ocean. Uh, it's just greenwashing. And, you know, so yeah. that we, we, we enter in that all the time because yeah. it's marketing, you yeah. know. Big yeah. businesses want to market. They say what they want. We we listen to it. We we buy it because we want to believe what's on a piece of paper. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know. So I'm 
confident on what we do because I've actually been to all the places. I've been to the factories. I've seen the shirts cut and sewn. Uh, we've been to the the um, cotton gin. To, uh, I've been Honduras, and I saw the plastic cut down and turned into to yarn. It's wow. it's insane. It's brilliant. Yeah, wow. and uh, it, the process is so cool. But it's just, you know, seeing, like, the waste turned into something good. Yeah. Um, so it's like that reuse, recycle um, kind of mentality. So we're trying to every, you know, every year we're trying to figure out different ways yeah. to do that. Um, you know, Rockford Art Deli a year ago was the first in the area to become 1% for the planet. So yeah. we donate 1% of all of our gross um, sales to environmental nonprofits. Okay. Uh, so we picked Severs and Dells locally. Uh, they're the only ones a part of it, but I love the outdoors. Uh, it's a good yeah. place. They, they do a lot for the community, um, for kids, for just outdoor education. And, you know, we're trying to push other businesses to do that to start using some of their profits to, to help the environment. Uh, and then we're working on a lot of other green certifications that are extremely hard to become, to get, yeah. uh, especially as a screen printing shop. So how, how much harder is it to run it like you do now in the way of like effort, manpower, money versus if you were just to default to normal, you know, old school it's, screen printing? I think it's a, it's a state of mind though, really. Like <laughs> it's, it's your core value. So yeah. it's, if it's your passion, it's not hard. <laughs> then you're good with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, you know, I could be printing with cheaper inks. I could be printing with cheaper t-shirts and I could be selling them for the exact same price we sell now. And I could be paying all of my staff minimum wage. Yeah. But I don't, you know, <laughs> we have living wage. Um, we have really good perks. We don't have benefits yet. We're, that's our next level. Yeah. Um, it's a quality shirt that someone buys and can wear for eight years. It's not something where they get it and they're like, oh, it faded, it cracked, the shirt fell apart. Uh, you know, it's so I think it's it's kind of the state of mind, but yeah. it would be easier to print with all of the cheaper items. Yeah. It's just customer service would be a nightmare, yeah. you know, because <laughs> we wouldn't be able to grow mm -hmm. as, as fast as we did yeah. or um, become a staple in the community or, you know, a, a, a community leader of, of sort if we had cheap products. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be able to keep staff. I wouldn't have you know, the team I have, because really, you know, we our, our team, my team is what makes it all happen. Like, I'm the captain of the ship, but if I don't have someone, you know, sailing <laughs> and pulling the ropes in and, yeah. and doing all the stuff, the boat just sits there. Yeah. Uh, so these guys, you know, my team is awesome, and we're trying to figure out how to grow it and, you know, become more an impact of the Rockford and bigger area, but it's, you know, it's it's a big sea to, to play in. Yeah. 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 I do really respect your, your brand and what you guys have built, and yeah, I mean, it just... Rad is such a cool name for like. <laughs> Rad is a cool name. That was a huge part of the of the thinking process. You know, it was like we were looking at different names, and I used to be Pirate Ninja Print Shop. Okay. Um, that was the screen printing side of it, and then as we were looking at different things, it's like, well, the deli's cool, um, but there was already a t-shirt deli, I think, in Chicago, yeah. and and the whole original idea was to come in and like pick a shirt and we'd print it, but that was like a horrible idea. <laughs> um, it wasn't profitable and it would, it would have been a way with, we'd have to use cheap inks and, oh, yeah, or yeah. like heat transfers or yeah. there's things that aren't like sustainable for me, for my core values. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of, but then I was like, Oh, rad's cool. Everyone says rad. Like, that's, <laughs> that's an easy brand. Yeah. Uh, and then I think now we're more art deli. Everyone says going to art deli or, yep. um, and I think that's how I'm going to brand uh, a bigger national kind of vibe is art deli instead of Rockford. So it's more, yeah, um, gotcha. You know, you can use it anywhere. Yeah, it's more of a, a bigger name. There you go. Well, well, well. Talking Rockford, whatever it was, nine-ish months ago, mm -hmm. you guys make this huge push to support local business <laughs> when it was hard to run a local business. Talk, talk about that. And I, I, I'm curious about the origin of the idea because it, it, I, I thought it was, I thought it was genius. Yeah. So we did. Um, so March 25th, shelter in place. All of the everyone's aware of. Um, one of my friend's shops, actually, in St. Louis, uh, Tiny Little Monster, she reached out to me. Um, she's like, hey, I have this it's idea. It's called Tiny Little Monster? Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, it's a super fun shop. <laughs> um, yeah, super fun shop. They actually just visited my shop. I don't know. I've, I've met met one of the owners at uh, some trade shows and whatnot. And uh, the, the the idea was a fundraiser site. So a lot of screen printing shops do fundraisers, spirit wear, pre-orders, you know, like you can buy our camp stuff online um so that that's been around forever um she branded it to mm -hmm. here for good you know because it's like okay well we're watching people close we're watching people leave so like how do we you know keep them here so she branded here for good and actually became a massive campaign like there were screen printing shops in every state i mean i think there was actually a couple similar ones in the rockford area that mm -hmm. were trying to do it oh uh but you know they 
didn't do it as big or, you yeah. know, they, they weren't built for that. I okay. feel like we <coughs> came into the game and we were built for, for this. Yeah. You know, we were, um, you know, well-known in the community. We sell online. You know, we have good artists. Like, we, we have the, the infrastructure. So she reached out and was like, oh, you guys should do this. And I was like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> we did we did like a ratter together shirt that we were like, let's just do a cool shirt and figure out something. And we do a lot of fundraisers and give backs. Uh, and I was like, oh, let's just try it. So built it all, got the domain, you know, like I, everything was custom built. And then we launched it. And then it was like 100 businesses. And then it was 200 businesses. And then it was 300 businesses. And then it was 400 businesses. And then I shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> we actually shut it off at 200 because I was like, I can't keep up with this. I was trying to do everything myself on the back end. And then I had to bring in more team members. I was like, I like a, my bookkeeper started helping. I brought some more freelance artists in. Oh, my gosh. Because well, I would say one or two out of ten businesses had correct artwork. The rest were like oh, yeah. a picture Here's of their a PNG, fr- yeah, or a picture of their front door, and said like, <laughs> like this, Make is, it happen. this is my logo, and we're oh like, my gosh. or like, can you add some stuff on? I was like, ah, this is a fun rate. Like, you know, I have four hundred businesses. I can't redo everyone's artwork. The oh. first hundred, we were just jamming them out. It was fun, you know. We were redoing people's logos and yeah. rectorizing them, and uh, and it was fun. And then it just kept. I was like, oh, this is a whole thing. <laughs> So we disclaimer, I think we were one of the ten to, that actually had an EPS file. But sorry, you were, continue. You were yes, sorry. You had, shameless plug. You had to proper. Having. You had proper uh, vector artwork. So kudos. Uh, and there was some out there, but you know that opened a whole other thing. I was like, yeah. oh, this is the educational component yeah. that we could help mm-hmm. in Rockford. But a lot of businesses don't want to invest in their design because you know yeah. they don't think the value's there of yeah. paying thousands of dollars for branding. Yeah. Uh, so we started this campaign, massive, hard to keep up with, uh, and it was pre-order. So we're like, okay, we'll do it for a pre-order. And, you know, really the whole goal was to get money to the businesses. So we were doing that. Every week I was, well, as fast as I could, I was getting money out to all these places. I found it was very tedious <laughs> trying to figure out how to do checks, PayPal, Venmo to 400 businesses. Uh, so I was doing it all myself probably for the first month. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is massive. Like, how do I do this? And, it was yeah, so it, I brought my bookkeeper in. She started helping with the spreadsheets. I was sending weekly updates out, like video emails. I don't know if you got any of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yep. video updates, like, of what's happening, yeah. just to, hey, tell your customers that it's a pre-order because we were customer service tonight. We were getting 100 emails a day. Where's my shirt at? Where's my shirt at? I want my money back. Like, this is a ripoff. I could have just gave my money directly to the business. Um, one-star reviews, like, <sighs> nightmare. And, you know, it's a lot of those weren't our customers. It wasn't our normal yeah. customer base. They didn't know about us. They didn't know what we did. They didn't read. Um, they didn't <laughs> watch all of our million videos that we kept sending <laughs> updates. Happens. And we were sending constant emails. Oh. We had to change our auto response just to be like, we're trying to catch up. It's You're going to get your shirt. Um, it was, for me, it was fine. My, I felt bad for my staff because they aren't used to that, like, bullying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For wait, me, yeah. Wait, so, I mean, just so people get it. Basically, we were able to, as a, as a business, mm-hmm. send our logo to, to you guys, put it on the shirt, Put it on your website. Be like, hey, buy this Oak Strength shirt. Buy this, you know, blankety blank restaurant shirt. Da 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 da. They pay you guys the money, and then we got a, a good chunk of that. Yeah, was so it was it, a twenty-five dollar you know? T-shirt, and it was an all-made shirt. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, our sustainable yeah, brand. Yeah. So really good quality water-based mm-hmm. printing. Uh, and then the business got ten dollars back from every shirt. So no risk to the business. Yeah. They could sell one shirt. They could sell 200 shirts. Yep. There was no risk to the business. Uh, so everyone's winning here. Everyone's winning. There was. <laughs> You're doing all this for good, yeah. and people are rattling. Oh, you. my shirt now. Yeah. <laughs> and we were paying everyone. All, like I was paying them as fast as I could. Yeah. Like yeah. I have like a stack, and it's still on my desk, just as like a moment, like a reminder, <laughs> I guess. Because I, I hand signed them all because I didn't know how to do a digital signature. <laughs> and, Stop. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, signing all these checks. It's called DocuSign. <laughs> no, it was, it was, a, it was yeah. fun, though. It was like, yeah. it, it, it really like sealed the deal for me of yeah. like the good that we were doing. Yeah. And the stories we heard back. So yeah, no risk to the business. Super easy. We did all the work. We shipped it. We dealt with all the customer service. I had to hire someone on to do customer service just to answer emails. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause a lot of people just, they think it's Amazon, you know, everyone <laughs> wants, we live in an Amazon world yeah. where they're like, I want it Two now days, one day. and I want someone to respond to me and I want a refund if I don't get what I want. Um, you know, and the, the thing was, is like, no, we're donating the money. Like all the money was donated before we even started printing the shirts. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it was the logistics of like someone bought 10 shirts, you know, from 10 businesses to support them. And mm-hmm. one business sold 200 shirts and one business sold one. Well, I was like, well, I'm not printing the one shirt till probably last. Mm-hmm. Because it's a lot of work to set up a screen to, right. and you know, we, 
we had friends reaching out like, oh, we could do DTG or heat press. And I was like, yeah, that's not the quality that we do. Like I could have eased out on that and made more money if I wanted to, but it wasn't about that. It was like in the long run, it was, I guess, marketing, you know, in a way Mm -hmm. it was, is a very expensive lesson. We actually lost about 20 grand on the project um, from shipping. Uh, We've charged everyone for shipping, but we were in a panic mode and we were trying to get stuff out as fast. So if you ordered 10 shirts, we were piecing them out as we printed them. So instead of one order oh, of okay. you paid ten dollars to ship all of them, it was five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, five oh. bucks. So that I mean, we had ten thousand orders. How, uh, how long? Like how many printing printing press? Is that the appropriate term? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. How yeah. how many of those do you have? So how many how many shirts could you turn out in an hour? Let's say. So we have two manual presses. Okay. Um, Human so at it doing the work. Humans, yep. Everything's yeah. manually pulled. No automation. Okay. Um, so if it was a normal shirt, so if you guys did an order for 100 shirts, yep. it's like an hour. Okay. Um, but 400 businesses, 400 screens, I don't, yes. I don't have 400 screens. You got to change the ink. You got to change every. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So set up a screen. So really like if it's a one color job, it's pretty easy setup. You can, as long as the screen's ready, you can put it on the press in minutes and, and print a yeah. shirt. Okay. Put it through the dryer. It's, it's good to go in minutes. Um, the, the problem is, is like 400 designs. Yeah. So is the you know most of our income comes from our walk-in traffic of Rockford Art Deli, yeah. like our T-shirts in the mm-hmm. store, and then you know we have a chunk of our custom business for you know the businesses and and whatnot. Uh, so we had f- just 400 custom orders in two months, <laughs> like pretty much you know like they were yeah. custom <laughs> orders, and then still keep up with the regular business and regular shirts. Yeah, and, and then people walk-ins. were buying online, and yeah. um, we actually were closed. So you know we were closed, so that helped. But oh, then yeah, we were right. we were supposed to open in June back to the public. We didn't open f- till August. So we list, we list, we missed out on two months yeah. of walk-in traffic. I mean, it was weird walk-in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we, so we had two bummer months yeah. of, you know, no, because like we just couldn't keep up. I was like, I can't have people coming in and asking where their shirts are at. Like my yeah. staff would just be destroyed. Yeah. That would be um, terrible. So we, you know, I, I made the decision like we're not opening till this campaign's done. Um, so a two-month campaign took almost five months. Uh, and it was twenty thousand dollars. And twenty thousand dollar loss. Yeah. But like we donated $110,000. So, you know, at the end of the day, like, that was a win. Yeah. It wasn't uh, – and, and we actually, 2020, we had a record year. Oh, so, nice. um, you know, not too many business business can say that. Right. Um, or we donated that. We donated – so then 1% for the planet, too. You know, yeah. so you think about all the sales we had. All those people were indirectly donating to the environment, mm-hmm. you know, without them actually knowing. Or were recycling plastic bottles – without them knowing um, because most people don't read all the, you know, the branding or Mm -hmm. or most people care. Some people don't, but so indirectly we made this huge impact of the environment and the community and, you know, getting cool shirts out that now some of these businesses like salons and small places, they probably never even had a t-shirt before and their, their, their fan club now has like cool shirts. Yeah. Um, And you know, we did get some, some orders after that and some not, but uh, it was, it was super fun to, to help the community and hear the stories of like, you know, my, my bank account was overdraft and the check came at the perfect time to get me back to normal yeah. or I got to give my staff money. Uh, I I think if I did it again, I would redo it, but we'd be a lot smoother at it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, we would never do 400 again. It was, it was a nightmare. It was a lot of stress. Um, if we would have had a bigger shop, I mean, we only have six full-time people. Yeah. Like we're a small shop. So we were, we were only closed for one week. Like, you know, when everyone was like, yeah. go homework, like I talk to CDC, like the Winnebago Health Department. Since we were closed to the public, we have a small staff. We could distance. Like, yeah. we were able to stay open. Yeah. yeah. So, really, like, my staff was on unemployment for maybe a week. Yeah. And then, except for, like, uh, my main girl, Emily, she worked the whole time because we were fulfilling <laughs> orders. You yeah. Because we first started, like, oh, let's just push online orders. And, you know, that's easy to do. We can go in, put it in a, a poly bag, and, you know, put it in the, the mail guy. I'll pick yeah. it up. Um, all that was still running. So, we never closed, like, it was very strange, and and I, you know, it shows too. I have a good team because none of them asked for, well, I can get more money on unemployment or I can get the yeah. stimulus. Or they all came back, and you know, no questions asked. So that was a huge, very cool, huge thing. Knowing that I'm running a, you know, a pretty okay business if everyone wanted to come back and, yeah. you <laughs> right. know, not nickel and dime me for, you know, for the stimulus money yeah. or yeah. the extra perk of unemployment. Yeah. yeah. So the campaign was great. Um, learned a lot of lessons. <laughs> a lot of lessons. Yeah. 
because I, I mean, really during during a dark time where, where so many people were just kind of stuck, mm-hmm. you guys were working <laughs> harder than anybody during this. And yeah, uh, I mean, um, yeah, it was, and you know, just the stories too of like I got my money faster from you than I did the government. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you know, like PPP or any yeah. of that stuff. Like we were getting money out as fast as we could, yeah. and and I wanted to get it out fast too. I didn't want that money sitting in my account. Yeah, I was like, I want it out like as fast as possible because it was you know ten thousand ordered. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, and just being able to donate that much money, like, I don't, I don't know if there's any businesses that donate that much in a year, you yeah. know, like, or c- several years. Yeah. Like, it was crazy year. Sorry, what was the final number again? It was like 110,000. Yeah. Across 400 businesses in two, two and a half months. Yeah. So it was, you know, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, I'm definitely not using those sales numbers for my <laughs> goals this year. Because <laughs> uh, there's just no way. It was, yeah. it was insane. But I mean, it'd be cool if we could do it again in some aspect. Uh, but we have, you know, some small different local events that we, mm-hmm. we help with with t-shirts. We just did one for the restaurant relief fund and, yeah. um, you know, arts, arts, we have art grant, local art grant. And we, you know, we have some cool things that we do. There you go. But yeah, it's uh, definitely <laughs> lessons learned. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I think the other side of you that I think is very interesting, you're very health conscious, mm-hmm. very exercise conscious, fitness conscious. Um, Talk about some of the stuff that you do personally, just to because you're just not a guy who who goes out for little runs and you know calls it a day. You, you do a multitude of different things. Talk talk about how you keep yourself in line and balanced, r- running a business for 17 years during pandemics and and things like that. Yeah, so I do all the things. Uh, I'm a. Perf- <laughs> oh, that's my favorite phrase. Yeah, you just touched my heart. All the things. That's what I say. All I'm the things. A, I'm a perfect candidate for Instagram ads. Uh, I buy all the weird things to try. I'm, oh my gosh, I'm curious. Yes. Is that a whoop band? Uh, this is a biostrap. Okay. Which is, a, I can talk about That's a whole nother level. Good. I noticed. <laughs> uh, I was on it. Yeah. So this is pretty great. Um, yeah. So I would say probably in the last couple of years, I went through a, a, a big breakup, um, at my other side of the business for a while we separated. And so I was on this new journey of health conscious and like, how do I make the balance, keep the stress mm. down, don't want to be depressed. Uh, and you know, fitness, yeah. you know, fitness is, is that outlook and, and just being able to wake up in the morning and feel good. So mm-hmm. I started diving into, you know, morning stretching, meditating, breath work, um, ice baths, you know, so mm-hmm. all, th- all these things I just kept adding on to my list. And then yeah. now my supplement counter is kind of insane. <laughs> uh, but I have a morning ritual and I, I go through it and I feel great. I don't get sick very often. Um, never got COVID, knock on wood. So hopefully that goes, that that's cool and doesn't <laughs> happen. Uh, you know, I got into red light therapy, vitamin D lights, uh, all the things. <laughs> and and I think the balance is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get stressed out at work anymore. This campaign, you know, the Here for Good campaign, I never got, like, bummed out about it. I never, like, got so stressed and depressed about it. I was just like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the positivity person now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, and it's, it's hard to push yeah. that, but I think it's a good outlet that mental health is the number one thing that we have. Yeah. It's one thing that we can control if we want to because it's a choice. You know, it's a choice if we want to be happy or not. Uh, it's a choice if you if you want to dive into it and work on it. Yeah. You know, it's I, yeah. I think it's I think it's funny because you know someone listening, whoever's listening, it's like what? Like first of all, what is all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Secondly, that's a long list of things, right? Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is, I'm saying thing a lot. Every single <laughs> one of the things of all the things that you add are directly giving back. Where mm-hmm. so many of us are adding things to our life that are taking away. Correct. And you're intentionally choosing to indulge in things that are 100% giving back to you. They are. And, and you know, when you say this long list and I talk to people, it's expensive. Oh, heck yeah. Supplements are expensive. I tell people health is not cheap. It's not cheap. But it's 100% worth it. But it's cheaper than a medical bill down the road. It's cheaper than, you know. Chemo or any of that. Yeah. So, and and I've gone through that. Both my parents are uh, passed away. Um, So I've watched this like health thing happen. And and I was like, I don't want that. Uh, So trying all these devices and, you know, listen to the podcasts and Joe Rogan and Ben Greenfield <laughs> and, and I like, I'm, I'm listening to it and I'm Googling all these things. Oh, I'm like, yeah. what's this? Yeah, all these tabs. Yeah. I have tabbed things like, oh, this neural thing. Oh, the sleep <laughs> thing. Oh yeah. yeah. I love it. So I, and I sleep on a chill pad. Yep. Um, I have so a bed jet. I, okay. It constantly cools yeah. and temperature regulated. So yeah. I do all, you know, I, I try all the things and, <laughs> and you know, like, I don't know which one helps right. the most, mm-hmm. but the combination of them works and I'm just going to keep doing it. Uh, I would say the biggest thing probably over the summer was ice baths that helped me out a ton. Uh, and that was the one time my brain doesn't think about anything for five minutes Yeah, because you're fighting to stay warm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's survival mode. 
uh, you know, red light therapy has been great. I do a red light therapy. Which, and which, uh, which brand did you go with? I have Juve. Okay. Um, yeah. you know, cause that was the big one out there. There's a million of them out there, there now. Are. There are. Um, so every morning I have a, my Juve and my vitamin D light and I do that for the vitamin D light five minutes, the Juve for 10 minutes. Yep. Um, do you have the big panel, small panel? I got like the moderate, the whatever, silly expensive, not the big one, but I would, in a perfect world, I'd love to walk into a room. <laughs> I know, because you can stack the panels. You yeah. can literally have a d- 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 like all around your body. Yeah, if you got like 20 grand. <laughs> of course, no big deal. Um, just take the 110, only donate 90. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, just kidding. And then everyone can come use the red light. Exactly, <laughs> community red light therapy yeah. for so, the better. So the recovery, you know, that's a big part of working out. Most people go to the gym, they work out, and then they don't do any recovery. They don't yep. They don't want to maintain. They don't want to stretch. They don't want to you know, do the things that your body needs to do after you work out. They just work out, and they're like, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to feel great. And then they're not, yeah. um, you know, so recovery is the big thing, but I think the, the nature part of has been also, so I think the ice baths, nature, um, there's, there's too many things to list, but I take hikes every day. Um, not as much now when it's negative 10 <laughs> degrees out, but <laughs> yeah. over the summer I found that morning I did a two mile trail run and I'd go to work and then I would do like a hike after and I was this so Zen, you know, like nothing really matter. Like I didn't get stressed, you know, like mm-hmm. it was the thing. It was like, I could go home. I was happy. I got rid of toxins. You know, I don't really drink. I eat pretty okay. Um, except I love ice cream. <laughs> so that's the hard one. Uh, it's hard not to love ice cream. I know it's so good. Especially <laughs> dairy house. Especially yeah. in the summer mm-hmm. after a good trail run. Come yeah. on. Just eating it in an ice bath. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Can't taste anything. Yeah. Not my choice. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the good stuff. Uh, but you know, and, and I think as a business owner, you have to find that balance because everyone's too yeah. busy. Um, and now it's like winter's trickier, yeah. you know, with this, the sun's not out as much and it's, it's hard to get motivated in the morning. It's hard to like want to do something. Um, you know, we're in fluorescent lights and led lights yeah. and blue light. Um, and I think it's just finding that balance, but you have to find the balance that works for you. Like yep. all the things that I do aren't going to work for you guys, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's one, it's maybe, you know, you're allergic to something or red light just doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- truthfully, I think some of it's placebo. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, like I can see effects. Like the one thing I would say from the red light is my beard grew like crazy. Oh yeah. So Ooh, hair growth is a hundred percent. Hair growth is. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the, the, the aspects of red lighter I use for just mostly energy and yeah. detox and, um, but you know, muscle recovery, uh, but hair growth, like I've never been able to grow a beard before. And like during <laughs> quarantine, I looked like I was like a caveman kind of vibe yeah. like it was massive grizzly Adams. yeah, yeah for those of you who can't see right now your beard's on point well, let's thanks. be clear I try, I try to trim it up yeah. i do all the the things uh <laughs> all the things I love it. I love all it. things you know beard wash beard, the beard oil, oil that a boy oh, yeah. all right beard just, brush just things. uh yeah i've i'm semi-ocd but not fully. couldn't tell not but not fully <laughs> uh so yeah the i think the the red light has a lot of things and i wish we had some affordable recovery rooms in rockford oh yeah because that's the thing you know a sauna like you know you want to do that it's 50 bucks for a uh, half hour or something like that mm-hmm. we, we gotta bring that idea back adam <laughs> I know. we were at adam's house one night or i was and, I, and he's like and he, he's got an infrared sauna in his basement. And, and he's like, could we cut one of these at the gym? And we started doing some math. And I'm like, Adam, if we had one, I'd use it five days a week. Dude, you'd, yeah, you'd make so much money. I'll bring mine in, too. No, we'll have two. Not, no, no we'll we're going to buy, gonna buy a bigger one. Oh, good. Maintenance. What maintenance things? Pause. What yes. maintenance have you done on your sauna? Different, different Zero. podcast. It's a different podcast. <laughs> well, but his maintenance is to do at home because it's his own sweats and, <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You know, oh, I don't clean it at all. Yeah, you <laughs> just let it go. No, it's the type of wood. It's antibacterial. You're it's, fine. It's seasoned. It's like an iron skillet. You know, it seasons mm, into the wood. Does that smell when you walk in? Yeah. I got a little of my sweat in there. It's good now. Yeah, well, it is kind of a gross thing. See that? that see exactly. You, you go you into the sauna after way. Andrew. No, can't think you. of it that no, way. Like, uh, I speak my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but the heat kills everything, so. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And the yeah. wood is antibacterial. So it's like ice bath and, and sauna. Like, mm-hmm. they yep. kill everything, the cold and the heat. I, I'll, I'll work on it, guys. I'll yeah. So recover, a, recovery, a recovery room would be pretty phenomenal, but it has the to be. The red panels, everything. Oh, man. Yeah, walk into a full room for uh, 10 minutes. That'd and you'd be amazing. Be Golden, because you know now I have to do like the face, and I right. do like it my stomach, forever. and you do like you know my hamstrings. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, oh, 30 minutes later, I could have just did this in one yeah. one shot. Now, now owning a business, pre doing all this stuff, did you? Because I, I know I'm terrible with it. I shouldn't say terrible. I've gotten better, but with the stress and things, and then all of a sudden, like something happens, and da da da, it pulls your attention, and then this falls through, and da da da, and you're you're spinning all these plates. Um, has your self care always been this good, or 
You pushed like to, dip, yeah, or or did you make it out? Like, did you make it this good out of necessity or for sure necessity? Yeah. Um. No, it was horrible. Okay. Um. It was horrible for, and it still is not like where I want it to be at. Like, you know, like I would love to work out every day, mm-hmm. and sometimes I don't get to, but I'll at least get like my stretching in. I'll get something movement, movement in. Yes, yeah, right. and that's what I tell people too. I was like. Don't try to do a marathon right away. You know, ease into <laughs> it. Like, just walk every day. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, that thing is, like, just doing a hike. Like, just doing yeah. a, a couple-mile hike. Like, maybe it wasn't the best, but it was being out, moving. I just It's mobility. You know, yep. it's just keeping moving. No, I had a horrible routine before I didn't do anything. <laughs> I ate like crap. Um, my weight's been the same since high school pretty much, so I don't really, like, get crazy with that. Um, but muscle mass, you know, you see gone quickly as yep. we get older. Um, and I noticed too, if I work out hard during the week and then just do supplemental and then work out hard again, I'm sore for yeah. like three days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, like I'm sore right now, but <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but no, I think it's, it's, it was all on necessity because yeah. I noticed that's what made me stress-free. Mm-hmm. Now I wouldn't say like a hundred percent stress-free, but like I can go through the day and I'm happy if, you know, the little bullets flying at me, yeah. I can dodge them and be like, that's cool. You know, I, I don't get stressed out in the shop. I'm a completely different business owner. Yeah. You know, like eight years ago in the shop, if someone messed up, you know, $100 in shirts, I would like lose my mind because I'm like, that's out of my pocket. How are we going to do this? Um, And now I'm just like, oh, it's cool. You know, like, yeah, it's a bummer, but let's fix it. You know, like I think just the the mindset's totally changed. And truthfully, probably being single has helped me change because I'm just like focused on everything that I do. Uh, You know, there's those toxins in life that we are, we're stuck with and we're like, how do we get rid of this or (laughs) how do we change it? And and it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard when you're in a routine for so long and, and then you see the light at the end of the tunnel, I guess, and, and then keep moving forward and trying to build on that. But business owners hard. I, I'm swamped, you know, (laughs) like there's too many aspects and, you know, I'm losing one of my main guys next week. Um, you know, you're always in that turnover of it's, it's a retail job and in the aspect. And that's how a lot of people think it's like this, the stepping stone job um and i'm trying to figure out how to make it a career yeah you know because there is growth um in what we do like there's it's not a dead-end job like we can keep growing and Mm -hmm. you know we're everyone's almost at 15 dollars an hour in my shop like we're driving to be the poster child of you know a a eco-friendly kind of sustainable humanitarian community business you know as much as we can but i think the big thing is just being conscious um i can say as many things as i want about my business the good things that we do, but if I don't actually do them, then it's just, it's a waste. Like it's all being transparent with our numbers, with our practices, with our staff, um, you know, with our, I guess it's a whole other thing, but like local politics and all that stuff, I stay out of all that. Um, cause that's a wormhole I don't yeah. want to go into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm not really into that. I'm just like, can't we all just be happy and work together right. and, you know, love each other. And, and I mean, we're all humans. <coughs> yeah. Um, just, doing that aspect uh but yeah i would say totally out of necessity yeah to make yeah. a long story short yeah well and i think we glazed over a little bit but of all the expensive things that you do there, there are some cheap things that you do mm-hmm. walking out at you know in a forest reserve mm-hmm. you know with your dog costs zero dollars correct um you know cold shower or mm-hmm. you know ice bath or, or something of the sort talk about the ice bath because i don't think people realize like yeah what's your how setup awesome that is my setup right now is super <coughs> ghetto um, yeah. I, I have a, uh, so I live in a huge Victorian house in downtown Rockford. And so, you know, like neighbors, Victorian houses, most of my neighbors are probably retired or older. Um, I have a hundred gallon horse trough Ooh. sitting in my backyard and directly looked into my neighbor's kitchen. <laughs> uh, of course. So I, uh, during the summer, you know, I was like, oh, this is great in the summer. The goal is to get one indoors, but I have this hundred gallon, hundred gallon farm and fleet horse trough. Uh, so I fill it with that, and then I usually get about six bags of ice um, every day, like when I do an ice bath. So I average that out, and if I did it every single day, the same amount of ice, it was like 900 bucks a month. And I was like, okay, this is silly. Because one, plastic bags, like yeah. all this waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the summer, you just can't get it cold enough outside. Yeah. So I've been Frankensteining different ideas. I'm actually in the middle of buying, like building a legit tub to put in my house that has a chiller, and I don't have to use ice. Uh, so yeah, I would do that, and um, would sit in it for five minutes. And then I started bringing people over, you know, because everyone's excited about it. I was like, come on over. Yeah. Uh, and teaching them the breathing techniques and, and how to do it and how to focus because most people freak out when Panic. they get in cold water. Yeah. Um, but I have found out, like, you know, injuries. You're like, oh, okay, I sprained my wrist or my ankle. And you put it in ice, and it's the worst thing ever. But you pull your full body in, it's not as bad. Yeah. 
it's because you're fully submerged. You know, you're not thinking about like, well, my my warm yeah, and hand it over here. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. and you're focusing more. Like when you're in, you're thinking about your hand, but you're thinking about your whole body and you're thinking about breathing. Uh, so I think the, I guess I know that I was so zen. You get energized from it. It's good for your immune system. Good for like after a run, inflammation's instantly gone uh, with five minutes. And so I arranged the tub temp. Uh, depending on the weather. Yeah. Uh, so I think I had it down to 33, and then normally it was like 45-ish. Yeah. So if it was you know warmer, I would just stay in it longer. Sometimes it was too warm, and I would just have like a lukewarm <laughs> outdoor bath. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's obstacles having it outside. Mm-hmm. I was going to get a chest freezer, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't have a garage. It's a Victorian neighborhood. Oh. And I was like, I don't want to be that guy with a deep freezer sitting in my backyard, <laughs> and I open it up and jump in it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I did warn my neighbors that I might do that. Uh, and my basement's not big enough to get it in. Thought about doing it at the shop, but then that messes up my routine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would put ice in it. You know, that usually I would do it at night normally uh, just because that's – Sleep like a baby. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a perfect world, it would would have been after, like, a morning run, but then it was – getting ice and doing yeah. the whole setup and mm-hmm. you know it, it was a lot of work uh it was a good workout though yeah. like i got to take ice and <laughs> truck uh, it back and forth i was always wondering what people thought at the grocery store <laughs> nine <laughs> bags of ice yeah please. i just like every day went in with a grocery cart put in like six bags of ice see you later <laughs> oh my gosh it's like i'm just either having big parties or dead bodies or something yeah I don't know. freezing a dead body <laughs> yeah. it's like this guy should just buy an ice machine <laughs> and that's what everyone said i probably could have bought an industrial ice machine but i just didn't want to deal with all that yeah uh yeah so it was an experiment, and I know you know I got you on board yeah. uh, with with the ice bass. Um, so I, one of my good buddies, Ryan, out in uh, Vancouver, Washington area, he's he has a deep freezer, and I went out there and did him with him. He's very health conscious, and he does them every day. Like he's pretty crazy, but they have a little better weather. Yeah, you know? I used to live in Portland. Yeah, <laughs> it's ish, a little better. But he like runs his shirt off still right now and does <laughs> ice bass every day and. Um, so recently, a couple weeks ago, I actually got to do my first like legit polar plunge. Uh, <laughs> so I went up to the Boundary Waters area with a group of guys, like my kind of workout buddies. And so we're, we're talking way, like way north, way north, as north as you can get before you hit Canada. Um, so Boundary Waters is beautiful. Uh, we got to stay at my in my friend's area, Birchwood Wilderness Camp, and so you know everything's frozen up there. So we decided we should do a legit. Polar plunge, you know, it was, it was a guy's trip. So we snowmobiled and built fires. Yeah, and, man. And we're like, beards. yeah, like, let's get in the water. <laughs> and I've actually um, taken my bath one time to their, to their gym, and we, we did a little session because they all were interested on it. I was like, yeah, I'd love to. So we did a good work, you know, a little CrossFit workout and hopped in the ice bath, and it was perfect day. Uh, this was a whole other level of <laughs> 30 degree up north weather. <laughs> and the weather was great that day, so it worked out. But yeah, we, you know, used a hand auger, drilled four holes, chainsawed out the square, and, uh, you know, the ice was probably two feet deep ish. <laughs> so I would say the water was 30 ish, uh, and the weather was 30 ish. <laughs> yeah. So it was, I was like, well, you don't really feel the difference. <laughs> uh, I'm so, out. I'm out. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a float tank, you know, like you feel like you're floating. Yeah. yeah. Um, so pretty ghetto-y, I don't know, it was pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, so we did that and it was, most of the guys was a quick in and out. It's trickier. Uh, I was telling Adam, it was like, uh, it was my first time not sitting in an ice bath. Right. Oh. I was treading water. So <laughs> yeah. in a normal ice bath, you sit down and you're focused. You don't move. And that's like my biggest thing. I was like, don't move. Yeah, don't. You yeah. get in the ice bath, don't move. Yeah. Cause then you're like moving the cold water around. Yeah. It's worse. <laughs> like you just stay there and yep. you focus. Um, so this one was a little trickier treading water. Uh, but it was amazing. It was super fun. Like, just a good experience to do with a group of people. You know, it's kind of like a bonding thing. Uh, but uh, I actually mentally prepared all day for it. Because, <laughs> one, you know, you're like, well, I'm the one that do the ice bath, so I can't be the one that jumps in and out real quick. And I was like, I got to man up. and I got to show know, off. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to do this thing. And But also, it's it's that's the whole point of an ice bath is yeah. meditating and breath work and, and being ready for it. Like, I was just calm as a cucumber yeah. you know i was good to go i was shirt off in the 30 degree windy mm-hmm. you know river we were just standing there and um yeah got in and it wasn't super long but it was uh definitely got in there and did some breath work and it was cold it was for sure cold because what i saw on the the instagram video you guys grabbed a nice yellow rope <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we tied the rope to the uh yeah the swim dock <laughs> So no one got scooped under because we all because that's a panic of mine. Like I've seen people like people do this where they'll cut a hole, 
like across the river and they'll swim under and I'm like, oh, gonna <laughs> trapped under the ice? No. Yeah. And I'm the fun police. I'm a rule follower. So I was just like, you guys, there's some, you know, like, I don't know if this is the best idea. <laughs> I'm cool with it. I'll do it. But I don't think this is the best <laughs> we idea. We got a plan though. Yeah. We got, we yeah. got to be ready for this. And yeah. they thought the same thing. The rope situation was a little <laughs> sketchy. I don't know if, uh, I think most people were in panic mode. So I don't know if they're actually held onto the rope. Yeah. And the only way isn't jump, you know, like normally you can ease in. Yeah. And there was a ladder, but it was frozen. So really it was jump in, you get dunked, uh, and then you, you know, you get out. Yeah. So it was scary, you know, because you couldn't touch the bottom. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of my fears because, like, drowning, I'm not a big swimmer. Like, drowning is kind of like my <laughs> number one fear. Wow. And, uh, but I'll do, like, ice baths and wakeboard. I just don't want to, like, scuba dive or snorkel. Oh, no. Snorkeling I did in Alaska was awesome. Scuba scares the hell out of me. Yeah, I don't like the whole breathing underwater thing. Like, I'm not a fish. I, don't, I, I, don't, I, I was put it. on land for a reason. Yeah. I'm a stay on I'm a, land. I'm a land dweller. Uh, but, yeah, so it was it was definitely an experience. And then they had a wood-burning sauna that we got into after, which was the <sighs> hottest sauna I've ever been in my life. Couldn't even breathe in it. It was so hot. Uh, I don't, they didn't have a temperature gauge in there, but it was – Oh, it's probably like 180 plus. It, was, it awesome. was probably over two. It was, yeah, it was the hottest thing I've ever been in. Like, my eye. How long were you in there? How long could you hold? Um, we stayed in there for probably 10-ish okay. minutes, 15 yeah. minutes. They wanted to stay longer. I was like, I uh-uh. can't even. I was like, <laughs> sweats in my eyes. Everything's burning. <laughs> I can't breathe. Uh, but it was a good, you know, after then we jumped in the snow after because that's what you do, I yeah. guess. Uh, but no, it was ice baths are terrifying, yeah. but they are a really good thing for your body. Yeah. And your mind. And your mind. I, th- I think we found our next coach's bonding event. Yeah. Group Done. ice bath. Well, maybe not group ice, but <laughs> a group bath, but you know what I mean. Yeah. We, we should go polar plunge in Chicago. They go to Lake Michigan, they jump in. That's a thing they we do. We could cut a hole in the there rock used river. There one in Rock Cut. Didn't oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock yeah. Cut, you see the yeah. one, yeah, yeah, over at Olson. Yeah. Yeah, I know people talk about it, but it's like, yeah, you're just running in and out. You got to, like, yeah. get in there. You got to do it. Like, it, I would, it would have been nice to be where we could, like, just sit and Stand. chill. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. I've thought about the Wim Hof retreats they do, but I'm sure they're, like, silly expensive. Oh, yeah. no. Um, like, tw- like, I was looking into them, actually. They're, like, t- 12 to 15, and it's, like, multiple days. Yeah. And it's, it's like, not, a hike in the wilderness. Like, it's it's usually, like, celebrities. Switzerland, like, Northern yeah. Lights, mm-hmm. barefoot walking through the I don't know what. Yeah. It's like your, <laughs> mo- your, uh, yeah, your mount- mountaineering with yeah. shorts on and yeah, a backpack. Yeah. No shirts. I think they have some have shoes, some don't. Yeah. Um, but then they're doing, like, legit Like, are there plunges. prerequisites for that? Like, I feel like there should be pre-training for the training. I think you'd have to have some prereqs. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've it, never gotten a nice bath. Can I show up? <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Like, this right. looks cool. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, really, like, for a polar plunge or any of that stuff, like, two to five minutes is all you need. Yeah. You know, some right. of these people go crazy. And are, yeah, you don't, like, you know, you have, like, nerve damage. Like, yeah. It's, it's not necessary. Uh, you know, it's like icing or heating. Like, you know, it's 20, you know, 20 on, 20 off, like. Yep. But you wouldn't want to sit in 30 degrees for 20 minutes. No. Right. Um, Unless you're Adam. No. You know, his wasn't no. cold, though. <laughs> no. You have to do a longer yeah. if it's not 30 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's... Yeah. it's 45 <laughs> minutes? Was that your one you did? 45 minutes? Well, no. So, oh with, with, with the freezer, I don't... I, sh- I need to buy a little timer thing to, oh, like, yeah. turn on, turn off. I, I don't. I... I, I freeze it. I get a cold. Da-da-da. And then I'll do the, the five minutes, yeah. you know, and, and be fine. Well, and then I'll... I won't turn it on for a day or two, and it right. will get a little warmer, get a little mm-hmm. warmer, and it'll, you'll go from 32 to, to closer to 40. 40 is still chilly. Cold, cold. Um, you know, and then when I start to, you know, 45-ish or something like that, you know, I can sit in there longer, yeah. and it just be a different stimulus, mm-hmm. which I which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of like the <clears throat> the longer sit there for 30 minutes, sit there for 45 minutes, and, you know, when it's 40, do you get prony? That sounds terrible. Yeah, a little prony. Uh, typically, I keep my hands out. I don't know. Just, oh, uh, yeah. you know, the, the head's tough, too. I think the head gets when the head gets cold. That'd be my concern. Diving Did, in, the diving in, because like I jumped like in and I stayed under for a little bit. Yeah, the and head. It was pain. Cold. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I've done some uh, events. So I did a go ruck events in the past where I was in Bend, Oregon. So the Drake Pond in the middle of the town is fed from the mountains, oh, yeah. and we submerge ourselves in it. And it and it was this was October, Ooh. so it is cold. Like it was air temperatures under forty, and the water temperature. Might be colder. Oh, it, instantly your head goes under. It feels like pins yeah. and needles. Well, it feels yeah, yeah. like you've yeah, been. Yeah. It feels yeah. like you've been under there for minutes. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that was two seconds. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. Well, kudos for doing a go ruck event. Those things look. Uh, I've done. Yeah, I've done like fifteen or so. They're fun. You've done that many? Yeah. Jeez, I watch those and I'm like, those guys are crazy. Oh no, there are people who go to the extreme and extreme and do some multi day ones and stuff. I'm like, nah, I'm not that tough. <laughs> Yeah, once you get your head cold, it's it's a whole nother yeah. whole it, other world. It just takes yeah. it out of you, man. It just. 
I usually have my hands under butts for five because I'm watching my stopwatch. Uh. Or I have a um, I have an ozone generator in mind just because it's outdoors. Okay. So I usually put that timer on, and then once the bubbles stop, I'm like, oh, it's time to get out. There you go. Uh, yeah. It just depends on the time of the day. Yeah. And I have a pond pump in mind, too. Just to oh, circulate the water. Yeah. But then the birds started thinking it was a bird bath. <laughs> of course. So then that was weird. I got to get covered. Uh, yeah. And then like. Just picturing him zen. He's got like cr- crusted crystal beard, birds on his hands. Yeah. Mm. So. <laughs> Story. In uh, the coolest thing I felt like a Disney prison, princess. Uh, in the boundary, in the up north, we were in the woods and a bird ate out of my hand. Seriously. What did you have in your hand? Some granola. <laughs> so, it's so you a, plan this? No, so it's a bird that goes to their cabin, but it follows them around. It's uh, oh I forget what it's, it's part of the blue jay family, and uh, it has a broken beak, oh. so it can't do like normal yeah. bird things. And I don't know how they got it, how they got it figured out to eat out of their hand, but we were just <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, and the bird shows up. It's amazing. And that's like the one thing I was like, Ashley, I want to see this bird. <laughs> I want, I want this bird to eat out of my hand because I watch her Instagram stories, and I was yeah. like, I want that. <laughs> And it just showed up, and I put it in there, and I put my hand out, and it jumped on my hand and ate the, ate the granola. You are Cinderella. I was just like, oh, this feels great. And then everyone got to do it. It was like such a cool thing, <laughs> having like in the middle of nowhere. It'd be Snow White. Snow not White, not Cinderella. I'm getting my Disney princess. Don't even try it. Cinderella's with the mice that m- made the dress. Yeah, I don't want any mice like <laughs> no, cruising on my hands. No, that's disgusting. Yeah. Maybe a squirrel. Yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah, be all right. But yeah, so this bird just flew down <laughs> and just grabbed under my finger and just... Ate it. I have a video of it. I'll be posting it. I, I haven't posted it yet. Um, I haven't done a recap trip. On it. Oh, I was going to say, I'd post that as quick as I could, <laughs> man. Well, so it's tricky, too. You can't really post or tag because you technically can't feed animals uh, uh, up there. But it's also, it's got a broken beak, so there's some defense yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, it's not like we were just, like, throwing random food out, you know, yeah. just, like, helping this little bird out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was the most magical thing <laughs> ever. Like, my face, like, in the video, I was just oh, like... Oh, I bet. It was like... Like a five-year-old child. Twenty twenty-one. It's done. <laughs> nothing can nothing can match that. <laughs> Having the bird because you were just so in nature, like nothing. Like if you just, if you didn't talk, you hear nothing. Yeah, yeah. It was the eeriest awesome. thing. Like nothing. Like the one of the lakes we walked to. The only way to get to it is walking to it. You can't get to it any other way. Yeah. And it's like uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm definitely gonna make a summer trip up there and do some uh, kayaking and stuff yeah. up there. Uh, but yeah. So. Eating birds, ice bass, so good. All the things. Makes I don't think that the Rockford birds would eat on my hands. <laughs> I don't either. You got to train them. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> when I first bought my house, it was I had to close up so many holes from birds living in it because it was a you know it's a hundred four year old house. It was a foreclosure, birds everywhere, and my neighbors feed the birds, so they're everywhere. <laughs> of course. Um, that's why I was like, I just need to get this in in my house. It was just kind of gross. And then spiders. I'm not a big spider guy. Uh, massive spiders in my backyard. What? And then you'd be in the ice bath sometimes. Ah, and no, no, too, no. Too close for comfort. You don't want to come, come over ah, his ice I bath. I was going to join, but now I'm not so. Uh-uh. They're never uh, like, they're not like water spiders, but they're everywhere. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, they're not like in the water. Um, they weren't those kind of spiders. All right, all right. But they're in the distance enough to not make it feel comfortable. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really uh, challenges your zen. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so if you want the next level ice baths and spiders. Got I it. got the perfect All spot right. for you. All right, noted. <laughs> <laughs> but moral of the story, it's good. A little cold shower, mm-hmm. little ice tub. It again, cheap. Get unless some you're, sunlight. Unless you're bar- barring, you know, or buying nine hundred dollars of ice a month. But like, yeah, the the whole. The, I mean, it's, yeah, it's super cheap. <coughs> cold showers is the best way to do. It. That's how I started. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you do a warm shower and you crank it over mm-hmm. and do two minutes, you know, like one each side, and or fifteen seconds. <laughs> that works too. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> you got to build up to it. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, I'm just uh, leveling it, with all the listeners. Doing yeah. it in February is hard. Like it is. Yeah, it's, oh, so yeah. it's hard it's to motivate. Then yeah. you get out and it's still freezing in yeah. your house. It's been hard to do my chill pad. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's my house is drafty. Yep. So, like, my kitchen's, like, 55 degrees. My Ooh. bathroom the other day was, like, 40. Oh. Like that. Yeah. Cool. <coughs> yeah. It's drafty. It's an old house. So, it's like, <laughs> ah, I don't know if I want to do the chill pad and get into. I, like, wake up middle of the night and I'm, like, heat. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. done. <laughs> oh, I got flannel sheets. I got flannel sheets. I haven't done the heat yet. But, so, yeah, and it, it's so hard to do an ice bath in your tub because you can only do, like, you know, yeah. waist down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've done a few of those, but it's more challenging. Yeah. Uh you know, you can put a little bit of ice in from your freezer, but it's not enough. No. I tried that; it wasn't enough no, ice. I'm like sitting here. I'm like, well, this is a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all this work yeah. and yeah. you know, like a little bit. But yeah, so there are definitely like cheaper, and there's different um, 
devices too that are a little more inexpensive but but you know we have really good parks here we have you know anywhere like anywhere you can just go in your neighborhood not even if it's in nature it's nice to get away from the noise pollution um yeah. you know yeah. to really focus and get there but most of our parks are close to i mean rock cuts right by an interstate like mm-hmm. that's why i go far out into like farm world mm-hmm. uh you know severson delta stuff because there's not a lot of traffic no noise pollution yeah still get a little bit but not not as much as being by you know, ninety. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rock yeah. gets a little dicey sometimes. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's a little uh, loud there. Yeah, watch out. The trees in there bite. Trees at Rock Cut, they bite. <laughs> we were filming a video once, <laughs> and I decided to get on a tree branch and do some toes to bar, and it broke. And so she I fell. Biffed it. But Adam committed as the cameraman. He didn't help her. He just followed her. So we have this yeah. on camera. That's so. that's hard to do as a cameraman. I'm pretty proud of myself. You gotta get, a, yeah. get the shot. Then worry. The audio wasn't on, but his first word was. Is your mic on? <laughs> I said, Adam, forget you. <laughs> Scarred, bleeding. But that's the thing, too, is uh, like using, you know, urban areas to do workouts. Uh, I've seen some of the parks where they have like pull-up bars and stuff in the middle of the woods on the trail. I was like, yeah. that's great. Yeah. It'd be cool to do a trail run and then, you know, do some pull-ups yep. and sit-ups. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you can find tree branches and do that. But <laughs> you can, man. A little more in the right ones. A little more dicier. There, <laughs> could, there could be some challenges. Make sure the tree's not dead. <laughs> Yes. All right, next time I'll check the leaves. <laughs> yeah, do a little so- shake first. Sorry. Yeah, a little pre-shake. Oh, I think I- it was definitely alive before. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren killed it. I just got excited. You know, I, if I wouldn't have kipped as much, it would have been more strict toes to bar. Yeah, probably would have been yeah. okay. Going back to that pole vaulting I've conversation. Dropped a, I've dropped a few, few LBs since then. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, there's yeah, definitely the ways to find um, inexpensive health ways. And, yeah. you know, supplements, there's... Some inexpensive ways, you know, just eating mm-hmm. good food is good. What, what do you do supplement wise? Oh man! Oh boy! Oh, I think that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> we might need we're to wrap have like this an, up. We're already at like an hour, yeah. Adam. Like we can't yeah. dive we into like I know it's so fun. another you can come hour. Back. Yeah, we, we should do it again. I can okay. I can do a post on. Okay. I can I can give you a link to my okay. my supplements. <laughs> uh, it's pretty crazy. I do I probably overboard on it, but uh, I do more a little bit now. You know, okay. with with the covids and stuff, mm-hmm. trying to yep. keep up on my vitamin D and zinc, but. Mm. I have a pretty good concoction. There you go. Yeah, I do all the things. All the things. Mad scientist. And, and, you, and you've it been is. healthy. You've been, you know, through yeah. this, all this whole corona thing. Yeah, I've been super healthy, and um, my depression's not, I mean, everyone has some sort of depression, yeah. you know, in different times of the year, and I think I've been pretty on point with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think lately it's just trying to help others and, and give feedback and, and, and give um, obtainable goals to people because not everyone can go buy an $800 panel or, you know, yeah. to do something. And I, and I love people to, like, like I have a to-go one. I let some people borrow it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do try to find different supplements, but that's hard with supplements, you know? Like, yeah. you don't know what goes in them. Yeah. Uh, so I've tried a few different ones out. I do use reviews, uh, like podcasts mm-hmm. of, like, what people recommend. Sometimes it's good. But really, as long as I feel good, I think they work. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm not a scientist. I can't say half the words that are in them. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm a taste person too. I don't swallow any pills. Oh. Uh, it's all liquid or gummies. Okay. So I'm like the little kid of <laughs> supplements. Uh, but yeah, I have like a, a a liquid drink I make every morning. That I, every morning it's a routine. I feel like a little mad scientist. Little drops and. Yep. Uh, so I make a, a little ten ounce thing of water every day, and I I do that, and then I have gummies for you know. Uh, apple cider vinegar okay. and probiotics and multivitamin, magnesium, uh, beets. I do the beets mm-hmm. now. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So a little nitric oxide. Nitric oxide and, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. So I, and I have some of the powders. Like, yeah, I do. I do all the things. <laughs> all the things. It's and a pretty. It's a pretty crazy list. Any any CBD? Uh, I've been on and off on that. So mm-hmm. that was CBD was a, a good turning point for me because mm-hmm. I used to do Adderall. Okay. Uh, and I was like, I don't want any pharmaceuticals in me anymore. Like, I don't even take Advil or ibuprofen. I don't take anything. Yep. It's just all natural. I have, like, some some 14 to 1 CBD to THC I take occasionally. That helped me kind of ease off. But mm-hmm. CBD was a big thing. But I really didn't notice it working for a year. Oh. So a lot of people think a lot of this instant thing. And yeah. and I think it took me a year to be like, oh, this works. <laughs> you know, it was it just the buildup. You know, yeah. it's kind of like building up your tolerance mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. But I do that occasionally if I have, like, a good workout or – just can't sleep. I'll I'll do a heavy dose. Um, probably not as heavy as I should. I think most of them are ten milligrams, but a lot of people do like a hundred milligrams. Uh. Um, I think your body can withstand like two hundred milligrams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before bed. Yeah. Uh, it just really depends. I'm yeah. I'm a easy. I can fall asleep anywhere, so that's been nice. Yeah. Uh, you should you got a lot of zen in your life? <laughs> I got a lot of zen. You should sleep. Yeah, easily. sleep's good. Um. Oh, really quick, this BioStrap. So, uh, squeeze that. So yeah. BioStrap, I just started using. Uh, it's like a whoop on steroids. 
Okay. Uh, the biggest thing that I got it for was it tracks your respiratory. So it'll tell you if you're getting any respiratory sim- symptoms of COVID um, before you have them. So every day it, it, it's mostly like sleep tracking. It tells yeah. you how hard you should work out that day. So it's similar to Whoop. Yeah. Uh, and it's just called BioStrap. BioStrap, Is it yeah. Joel okay. Jameson's? Uh, or is that Bio, Bio Strap, That's BioForce, I think. Yeah, I've and this has like nutrition built into it. You can get a heart rate, an extra oh, heart rate yeah. monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shoe pod. <laughs> um, it was just kind of a fun thing, but I'm like, I wear two things, and yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a, a strap too. Uh, so it's it's all the things to wear. All the things. Yeah. Uh, I feel weird, but um, but no, it's been really good for my sleeping. And mm-hmm. the next, my next level thing I want to do is actually get levels. It's called levels. Uh, it's a glucose monitor. To see how I saw commercials for th- yeah it's, it's on it's pr- it's I'm on a waiting list okay uh, <laughs> no I prick, I, even, I prick my finger every morning and I'm so tired of pricking oh really yeah, yeah so I'm just it's a it. it's a yeah. monthly glucose you pop yep. it in and wear it all month now is it intended for diabetics or is it intended no. for non diabetic it's non diabetic so it'll track your food and then tell you how to fix your yeah how how it affects oh, your body in. I'm getting on the wait list I'm, that's great <laughs> I don't even know how much it costs yet so like <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop talking to you because you're gonna <laughs> tell me more so things. this is my problem I'm a horrible influencer of but I'm a things hoarder anyway yeah oh gadgets and but I'm just curious like you know now you're like start geeking out about your fitness and how you sleep and yes. like how you feel after certain things but it's like but what we eat is really the biggest thing mm-hmm. you know like we're putting all this toxins yeah. into our body that makes our whole insides inflamed because we're eating artificial whatevers all of our food is in plastic yeah and, uh-huh. uh, and yeah. you're like i don't know like unless you're growing your vegetables and growing right. off the vine and eating it that's the only way to know yeah but this i was like man it'd be so cool to see like cool. oh cool i had like you know before bed i went out with my buddies had a beer had a cheeseburger <laughs> and then I slept like crap, and you're check, like, oh, your level. My, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is why. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just, just to geek out on it, like mm-hmm. see what see what works and doesn't work, and not that I want to have a strict diet. Like I eat bad things, um, you know. I do what I, I just want to enjoy life. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's hard. I don't want to be like vegan or vegetarian. Like I'll eat whatever. I like all the food. Mm-hmm. Um, all the things, all the food. Yeah. I like everything. Um, and I want to enjoy an experience. Like we're on this planet with taste buds, with feelings, with yes. eyesight, with smell. It's like immerse yourself and yeah. try a little bit of everything and don't have so much negativity on animals or plants or, you know, it's, everyone's different. Yeah. Um, yeah. some people that are vegan have to get meat because their body needs it. Um, that wasn't, I've been reading about that. Uh, Epic. Have you heard of Epic? The, like they make, yeah, yeah, meat bars. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, yeah. That company started yeah. as a <clears throat> vegan company, and then oh, the I did o- not know that the owners they're like, you have to start eating meat, or you guys are gonna die. <laughs> like it was, it was yeah. very dramatic. So they yeah. turned their company into like great meat products. Yeah, was, they're fantastic. Yeah, they're super good. Yeah, um, but it's just interesting seeing like how some people are like, no, I'm hardcore vegan. I have to do this, and then you're like, no, your body needs the vitamins of meat. Yeah, uh, it's just being conscious, yeah. you know, about it. But yeah, I think. The fun part of health is it's like a science project. You know, you can see like what workout really, you know, builds muscle or destroys you or, you know, Mm -hmm. gets you to that next level. And and food and sleep is the big one. Like we got to sleep. I'm okay with sleep. I've been getting better at it. I used to not sleep very much, but I'm balancing that out. So like seven hours is usually my my go to. Uh, But yeah, this this stuff's fun. And this one's not this one's like 250 bucks. Yeah. So it wasn't super crazy. Um, just to kind of try out and see where it's at, but I've religiously wore it every day and tracking my sleep and it shows me how much I snore, <laughs> um, which is, that's uh, my next thing to figure out how to get rid of that thing. Uh huh. Cause you don't dream if you snore. Oh, do you know that? Yeah. Snoring disrupts your, your, like your REM cycle. So you don't oh. dream. Yeah. Yeah. CPAP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I haven't, uh, or mouth taping. I don't know if you guys mouth have tried taping, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm worried about that. Like. You mess up the beard. Yeah. I know. It's like, I don't want to shave this off. Yeah, no. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and you know, so I'll love to send you guys the list I take. It's, yeah, yeah. it's all over yeah. the place, and yeah. I like to experiment and try different things. And Yeah. Um, some are Amazon, some are local, some are directly from the websites. Okay. Yep. Um, I have an Amazon list I send to, like, my sister and stuff like that. Of like, <laughs> These are all the things I take because it's easier <laughs> instead of, yeah. like, here's 10 different websites to go to yeah. and buy them all separately. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I'm trying to get away from the Amazon world to support the, yeah. the businesses directly. And yeah. Just Amazon makes things so easy. It's so, so easy. Hard. Yeah. I hate Cost them. of convenience. It yeah. is. It is for sure. Cost And subscriptions, like, big subscription guy lately because yeah. I always forget to reorder. Oh. And I was like, just do it. Like, make yeah. it show up. On time, so I don't forget. Yeah. But you save that like 5%, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, it's it is what it is. <laughs> it just is the convenience. Yeah. Um, five percent is awesome, but yeah. really at the end of the day, it's not that much. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, Jared, I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Um, thanks. We should do this again and <laughs> go deeper into into the supplement. Yeah, sorry, I'm all over the, the place. Round thing. No, no, because no, the the There's whole so much thing, to learn. Yeah, I mean the the, the the business is fantastic and and branded beautifully, and what you're doing to to you know to give back locally and globally is 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 phenomenal. And then hey, you got a lot of stuff on your plate, so now I have to balance this. I mean, no, no different than and you know the, the tens of people that are listening to the show, you know, yeah. and and how they have to balance it, whether they're you know a, a third grade teacher or a you know construction worker or whatever it is. Like we we all got our stuff, and so how are we going to manage it? How are we going to you know control it? How are we going to you know balance everything and and keep our plates spinning without you know? And it's in moderation. Yes. You know, it's like everyone's levels are different. Some people can carry a semi, and some people can carry a tricycle. Yeah. You know, it's and it's not a they're better than me kind of thing. It's just everyone can handle different stress levels, yeah. different everything. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the hard part is most people don't like, like, you know, my neighbor can do this. And it's <laughs> like, well, they're just different level. Like yeah. that's what they're doing. Like yeah. focus on your thing and yeah. do your thing. Yeah. Or maybe worse. This person on Instagram can do this. Yeah. Why can't I? No, uh, no, well, no. Instagram's fake. <laughs> oh yeah. Do it for the gram. Yeah. yeah. I don't like, I never liked hiking until Instagram existed. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's, this year, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's perception over reality. Yeah. Uh, you know, Instagram's fake. That's why I only post pictures of my dog and the, what I do. I don't post my daily life yeah. fully. I guess all I do is hike and hang out with my dog. So I guess that's not right. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, it's just like putting positivity out. I'm not posting selfies of myself because yeah. I usually don't post pictures of myself. It's weird. <laughs> um, I don't have I don't have the proper duck face for that. Uh, <laughs> But, but the yeah. beard, though, I don't know. You might. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. it's not my thing. Uh, but yeah, Instagram's fake. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Instagram. Don't block my posts. Okay. They don't listen. <laughs> Coming to you. Yeah. Siri, erase that. Uh, yeah. There you go. Well, but no, cool, I appreciate buddy. it. Yeah. Thanks. Where, if, if people want to learn more about, about about you and the business and stuff like that, where, where do they go? Um. So Instagram's probably the easiest. <laughs> so great. Oh, the irony. The irony. <laughs> Thanks, Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah, Instagram's probably the easiest. Um, so Rockford Art Deli or Jared R. Hennis is my, my my personal one that's public, and I post all my weird stuff. But you can see my cute dog on it. There you go. She has her own Instagram page, but I always forget to post on it. <sighs> so you can get her dog. at Rad Pepper Fox <laughs> if you really want to get down. I she's love she's it. not good at posting herself. No. No thumbs. <laughs> no thumbs, her paws yeah. don't. they don't work on the screen. <coughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Maybe soon. She's pretty. Yeah, she needs thumbs. She needs thumbs. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, the easiest or, you know, just rockforardelly.com. Uh, it's easy to, to find me. Stop in the shop. I'm always there. There we go. Yeah, I'm always there somewhere. Cool. If Pepper's there, I'm there. So that's, <laughs> the, that's the best way if you want to know I'm actually there is if the dog, if my dog is there, then, you know, I'm there. There we go. Yeah. Very cool. Well, bud, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. It was a pleasure. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Check us out, oakstrength.com, social media at oakstrength. And until next time, be happy, be healthy. Be strong. Peace.